The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Swoosh and Jondo. Hi ho! Hello! And this is podcast number one of year two. Yeah, oh, season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the year where we either figure out an actual plot or crash and burn. <laughs> Maybe both. That, that'll be the plot Maybe line both. for this. That like... is the plot line. It's looking yeah. for a crash and burn. But we're changing for a se- Netflix season three. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a Netflix season three, we'll get it automatically. So Yeah. This is Netflix. You've catch- been greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, first up, uh, Ubisoft continues to burn. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think they, think they could, could, like, like, drop, like, at some point, you've cut enough dead timber, really. Surely. Yeah. Like, well, how much no, more they shit do they have they to cut? digging down, they found coal. The thing that's crazy is the game they, oh, fuck, I gotta get the, I, like an idiot, I didn't open the, the goddamn article again. We do such a fucking it's such I an know. amateur. Like, I, it's almost like you haven't been doing a thing for a fucking year or something. The weird thing is, every time in the preamble, we will sit here and be like, alright, we've got everything open and we're good to get. Then we will immediately close it right before hitting record, and none of us know why. Uh, so, so the, the Ubisoft at, in, the 20, in 2022 announced Project Q, which was their new big um, uh, Battle Royale game. And given the mm. fact that it was all bright colours, I'm guessing it was surprising. Who's to try and take on Fortnite? Yeah, yeah they they canned it. I mean, considering Fortnite's now basically dead, I'm so, like not surprised. Ah, Fortnite ain't dead. How how many times are you going to try and crack battle royales? Like, I read a thing. Apparently, they had almost like they were spitballing almost a hundred ideas for battle royales at one point. Like, why? why? Like, because of how much money? Oh, like... fucking oath! But like. God fucking damn, like, they already had that hype, whatever the fuck it is, that nobody fucking played. I tried yeah. playing it and annoyed the shit out of me. Like, nothing they've put out the, in the Battle Royale space has made me want to go, ooh, I want to play that. Actually, nothing in any Battle Royale space has made me think, fuck, I want to yeah. play that. I'm, I, I'm I really not into that. I can't stand them, to be honest. I've tried, but it's like, nope, not a fan. Yeah. No. But then... I don't really play multiplayer shooters anymore, so I'm very not the target audience. I've drifted away from any kind of multiplayer stuff half the time. I just want to sit there and play a story now. Like, I've gone back to wanting linear story-based games more than mm. anything. Oh, I mean, that's why I was so disappointed with the announcement for Suicide Squad. And, uh, it's oh, yeah, what was that? That was game. the... Um... Uh, the they, it's a leaked screenshot that has been since uh, validated which shows uh, a multiplayer lobby, uh, battle pass, level selects, all that. Look, I do like those sort of games. I'm not going to pretend I've sunk way too much time into Vermintide and a crap load of time into Darktide. Yeah. So, it's not that I hate that type of game. It's just that I didn't want Suicide Quad to be that. And Rocksteady doesn't have a background in it. So it's like, ah, it's the first go at it. Damn it. I don't know how this is going to go, but... Poorly. I'll keep an eye on it, but yeah, I mean, same here. I'll, I'll definitely be watching, but like, like uh... they they had the the option to do DC's version 
of Guardians of the Galaxy, and that would have yeah. been yeah. fucking amazing. I would have loved yeah, it. I would have been so... If, if you'd been able to make that direct comparison, I'd have auto-buy. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, I would have That's actually fucking pre-ordered. Like, yeah. I would have wanted that shit, but it mm. isn't. And it's severely disappointing. Yeah. It's now like, alright, I'll wait till it comes out and see if any there's any positive <laughs> buzz. Whereas before I was like, I might buy this. Uh, now now look, be, I will wait and see. Through the... Yeah. Like, through the the lens of what it looks like it's going to be, I'd be surprised if it gets over fucking seventies in any reviews. Yeah, Just, yeah I have now. zero hope for this now. No, I'm expecting a height of like fifties. To be honest, like mm. somewhere between fifty to seventy, but they ain't breaking seventy percent, man. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just yeah. sorry. Like with all, like it's already showing a store, a battle pass, all this multiplayer crap. It's just like, ah, oh, damn it, can we not? The problem is, like, I, I want something decent from DC to come out, and yeah. they they never do. Like, I actually quite like some of the DC comic characters. Some of them pretty fucking boss. Their animated stuff is great, but yeah. nothing else is doing I mean, well. The Arkham games seem, were good. Mm, sure. They have a hard time translating that animated awesomeness into anything else. Yeah. Like, they, they did do well with the fucking the, the Arkham games. They are fucking awesome. They are awesome. pretty mint, actually. I'll give them that. But... It's like one of the few successes in a field of meh. Yeah. yeah. And, and even then, yeah. the most recent addition to that seems to have become a thing of meh. Oh, the latest one, Arkham Knights, Arkham is Knights. very much meh. I've yeah. got it in my Steam library and it's just sitting there. So, yeah. mm, think, well, that was a waste. Because, that seems to be because originally it was planned to be one of these big multiplayer, multi-currency yeah. things, and then they... It seems, and I don't have any inside info on this, that they saw the writing on the wall and then tried to rip it out to uh, Yeah. Yeah. But it feels very much like an upscaled mobile game playing yeah. it. Ooh. It feels like a, a mobile game on PC or a console where you'd have a limited energy to run a certain amount of missions in each fucking setting and then you'd have to do it again the next day. That's how yeah. it feels. And it's that, like uh and there's just no life and soul to it. Hmm. That's troubling. Which is sad because it's like I've seen some of the stuff with some of the characters in the game, and they're actually like they're well written, and there's some good dialogue, and there's some good shit. But like it's buried in this quagmire of we were doing something, and then we decided to not. Well, like the through the whole thing, I like I played a few hours of it, and it feels like the awesomeness you played as Batman, like. Or everything you could do mm. they took all of that and dissected it and gave a little piece here and a little piece there and a little bit yeah. to the ear ah, and you couldn't okay. do anything that you actually wanted to do because they gave mismatching powers to different fucking characters and it's annoying mm. as shit mm. like with the intent you, that you would play with at least one other person to try and yeah. pair up Powers. But even if you pair it up, like, you can stealth well as one character, but you can only do stealth takedowns really good as a different character. Mm. Which is fucking dumb. Yeah. Every single one of the Bat Fam should have a stealth takedown. Like, Absolutely. You should be able to be stealthy with every fucking character, yeah. just in a different style. One's more I mean, brutal and one's fucking more. Yeah, whatever the fuck. But it's annoying as shit. shoots people from like 10 miles away, just for shits and gigs. Yeah. No, no, he has, has non lethal guns. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
even though lethal brain splattered against the wall it's fine even even though like when you actually upgrade the character it it lists his firearms as 45 acp it's like they're not long lethal motherfucker you can aim for headshots he's down uh run the uh powder content so they don't hit hard enough to kill Oh god. Lead still of kills. All the Batman <laughs> who should kill people. Red Hood definitely should. No, he has that, a very no, no, fucked up that, thing. Actually in the setting of the game, the Red Hood that you play is actually the Red Hood in recovery after oh. all of the bullshit. It's not straight out of the Lazarus Pit Red Hood. Ah. It is actually Red Hood after he started doing therapy and he's turning into a good dude. Ah, fair. That's why I'm saying some of the writing is really good. Hmm. It's just wrapped up in this... See, what what I wanted from the Suicide Squad game was playing as a villain in a Batman game. Like, Batman is yeah. out there. Like, he is the like the alien in that, the fucking alien games. Like, he's mm. out there. You have to do your shit before you get fucking nailed. You have to like, get you through your plan and survive. Music. It's like, oh, fuck, he's nearby. Yeah, or you get into parts of your plan and suddenly you got less goons around going, uh, hang on, there's meant to be a squad over there keeping a fucking lookout, where are they? Where are which my goons? Would be, which would yeah. be actually really good for, like, player engagement, because you'd yeah. be like, knows. wait a minute, there's supposed to be six of you and there's only five, where's Jim? Yeah, like, <laughs> Even that'd better actually be cool as, like, that'd actually be cool as, like, a, a management fucking game, like, where you, you had to play as a villain and you're meant to set fucking goons and squads out to do shit, but there's a, a hero out there somewhere that you're trying to fucking survive against. Little Even like, more fun than the fact that DC have established goon bars. Like, fucking in, like canon. They have multiple bars that people go to to try and get henchmen. Like, can you imagine, like, you've lost a bunch of your goons. You can only have, like, 12 at a time. It's like, ah, fuck, I need more henchmen. And you go back to the bar. Like, See, I wouldn't want it to go that far. Hmm. I, I would rather the game just auto-give me some generic goons. But the, just that's a thing in the, the menu going, I need more goons, click button, go, uh, just goes, Again, ah, I wouldn't even on. bother with that, no, because the want, engaging part of that... you want generic goons, but as, the, as you use them more, like, then they develop more into personality, you survive more fucking missions. So you've got your, you start out with generic goon, and then they've survived two missions, now they're thug goon, who can take a couple more hits, like, they, you actually uh, do something with uh, them. Are we just proposing XCOM... DC. I'm thinking Maybe. so. The more I'm thinking about it, it's like, this is just an XCOM it, game. It could work, though. <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of want it, like, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I like the idea of you just get some goons for this mission, but it's on you to notice when they start disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd the, be great. This, that's a cool mechanic. I don't know if either of you ever played it, but a murder city of gangsters, it's just, it's a fun mafia game where you pretty much just run a squad of goons, but it's mm. janky as fuck and the difficulty level is a straight cliff but <laughs> it's fun anyway Ubisoft fucked up again yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, we started you really <laughs> far on that one didn't we? Uh, but yeah no but, like, I don't see them lasting much longer to be honest because there look, are a lot of vultures just circling I think I think they'll last up until EA buys them out um, I think yeah. EA buys them <laughs> or um, they hit a, a real fail with an Assassin's Creed game. Well, so the next like, Assassin's Creed game. Like, I don't they, actually they, think the next one will be bad. The next one's going back to the one city model. Oh, that's right, yeah. But like, It's this the one I'm hopeful for. This Project Q was another Battle Royale aura. So yeah. they, um, 
a team battle arena letting players truly own the experience so they're going to bring their nfts back in as i read Probably. that they're going to yeah. bring that the shit they did with fucking breakpoint <clears throat> they're going to try and inject it mm. more into this so it's not a yeah, bad thing this fucking game died but between the the Ghost Recon Battle Royale, their Hyper whatever the fuck it is Battle Royale, like they've, they've tried, tried this several times. Yeah. At, at some point they got to look at it and go, ah oh, no, I'm waiting for the, the Assassin's Creed Battle Royale. Or will happen. Like they've they've still got that Star Wars game in development, the Avatar game in development. They've got a few other titles like there's meant to be fucking two or three division games in fucking development like they've all but neglected fucking division heartland which yeah. i was on the fucking fence about but yeah it's they need to they, fucking i think they need to wake up and try and figure out what they actually want to develop and not just try and throw as many rocks in as many well, ponds as fucking possible reacting to the the industry Oh, what made yeah. money? That made money? Alright, we'll follow that. Well, it seems to me that's what a, how at least Ubisoft is trying to frame what's yeah. going on right now. Is It's not that we're cancelling a bunch of shit and that means bad things. We're, we're trying to focus. Hmm. Instead of having nine projects in the go, we want to have three that we can focus on and do really well. Yeah. But yeah, how but many fucking studio, studios they have? Yeah. Yeah, they've got three whole studios at least that I remember. They've probably got more since I last looked into it. Probably. Um, but it's like, guys, come on. You can but do more Hyper than Skate was a rather um, Battle Royale game. The other failed one that they pulled the pin on. Yeah. How many uh, times do you have to teach you this lesson, old man? Uh, yeah. Probably another three times until they get bought or die. Pretty much. Well, like, either, we said either, it last week, I can't see them surviving. They're either going to get eaten and all their IPs taken and parted out for what's worth it, or they're going to crash and burn and everyone will get the IPs anyway. So the fun thing is, like, EA is circling like a shark, but coming up from below is definitely Disney as, like, a megalodon kind of thing. I'm so just going to eat both. Looking at it, they're sort of, to me, looking at it, there's three people that'll either pick up Ubisoft. And it'll either be Disney, who'll add it to the rest of their IPs, because they're already doing Star Wars and some other IPs they already fucking do. It'll be EA, who'll gut all the IPs and then run them into the fucking ground, as they always do. Or it'll be Sony. Because Sony's going to want to... Like, Sony already has, if you look at the actual numbers, more IPs than Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, Until they... Until Microsoft actually buy Activision Blizzard, then they're almost on par I think there's still two or three IPs behind in total IPs actually owned Hmm. but I think if Sony goes to buy Ubisoft they'll start to step back a little more on the Activision deal because they they don't specifically want to be ahead by being better they want to be ahead by everyone else being less yeah yes so if they can have more I think that's the direction they'd go for so they're the three people I'd look at Ubisoft. I, yeah. I, well, unless you get fucking oh, Tencent uh, or one of those. I was about to say Tencent might do it too. Yeah. Just, just for shits and giggles. Just, oh, I found some change on the ground. Let's buy Ubisoft. Oh, fuck. <laughs> let's do it. Someone, I want to get Ubisoft. Someone check in the cushions of the couch. See if we got any change. I'm pr- look, I'm pretty sure if Tencent rustled around in the cushions of the couch, they'd find Ubisoft. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, true. laughs> so, Where'd we get this? I just want to say, if one of those fucking three buy Ubisoft, I just want to say now I fucking called it. 
Oh, but Ubisoft is a strong company and doesn't need anyone to buy They're it. They're independent. They don't need nobody. <laughs> <laughs> the strong independent the game developer who doesn't need no sugar daddy. Mm. I love the fact the entire internet laughed at them when they came out trying that shit. Yeah. Just, everyone's like, who are you kidding, guys? Just take it. But it's fine. In, in the minutes of one of their uh, like investor meetings, it was asked, why is nobody trying to buy us? Like, you haven't yeah. put anything to the board. People are asking, but no one's asking it far enough that it's gone to the board of directors saying, mm. hey, these people are looking. They're not asking. Yeah. Like, because as soon as it came out, it'd go to the board saying, hey, what do we think of this? If it's not getting there, it's not getting anywhere. Yeah. So nobody's even sniffing. Like, everyone's just watching this carcass die. It's like, yeah, we'll pick it eventually. I think people, yep. like companies are more likely to try and buy IPs than they are to buy the company. Oh, yep. yeah, definitely. That's why, like, if they don't get bought by someone, absolutely, 100%. They're yeah. just going to die, and then the... The, the, the IP vultures, vultures will, will come thing. in. Fucking oath. Mm. Because I'll freely admit, if, if I saw Ubisoft dying, and I was like, we can pick up Assassin's Creed for a steal. Fucking yeah. oath. <laughs> What? We can get fucking um, any of Tom Clancy's licenses off of them? Splinter Cell, uh, Rainbow Six? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Great. Hell, maybe they could do a decent Ghost Recon. Maybe, like, yeah, I was going to say, maybe we would actually get a you know, much better Assassin's Creed out of it. Like, yeah. they might just scrap oh, it all. Like, that, yeah, we're going to start again. Or Who knows? Some, of the, some of the game mechanics that they developed in one game can actually be moved across to another game that would fit oh, well. Like, I don't know, good stealth mechanics from fucking... Like, oh my god. Yeah. Everything. There's so there's much shit that could be moved across together. to other fucking more. games. Like, yeah. There's so much they could be doing, but they don't. Stealth from Splinter Cell moved into Assassin's Creed. Have an actual oh. fucking stealthy assassin we have to go around and do shit. Yeah. Oh. That'd be great. But no. All right. I, I swear I that know. entire like system, like that company is like a, a kid who's like no, no no the food can't touch on the plate like, yeah no, please no, let, let it just, touch fuck I don't care do another Splinter Cell game where he's a fucking he's part of the assassins I don't give a yeah. fuck just give me another fucking Splinter Cell game no, and a real one <laughs> a, a real Splinter Cell game not conviction having no, said that no. we're now going to get a mobile game for it just to spike oh of course we are it's going to be absolute bullshit it'll be a mobile fucking battle royale oh yeah Mm, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I feel like we soft. should move on. Um, so first up, I got a little mini uh, thing. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if you guys have checked or not. So uh, Forsaken comes out pretty soon, and yes. we have okay. the uh, price that they're selling it for. Do you know what it is? I'm going to uh, say a hundred more than it's worth. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go around 120, 100. Yes, 100. Good something. guess. 115 for the base game. Oh, for, for the, the base game. I was thinking 150, like 120 for like the collector's edition yeah. or nah, ultimate edition. 115 where you get three for the skins base and game. all the DLC. Would you like oh. to know what the deluxe edition costs? 210. Oh, no, I'm 200. regretting. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go 150 to 180. Good call, 152.95. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. that's really uh, not worth it, considering it's probably just uh, a season pass, two DLCs, and three skins. And oh. maybe a premium currency. And a gold weapon. There's always at least one gold weapon. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's got to have a gold skin them. in there. Fucking hell. So, this is what the, the, the deluxe edition will get you. 
Uh, for pre-purchasing, you get the Elite Coat, the Spectre Combo Necklace, the Oval Overclock Nails. Uh, these are all just cosmetics. Yeah, the of course. There, there's Deluxe... your gold skin right there. Yeah. <laughs> the Digital Deluxe Edition comes with the Forspoken PC full game. Well, at least you actually get the game. I fucking hope so. <laughs> so. Hang on, no, what was that game? That's a listed bullet point. <laughs> Hang on, there was a game not long ago where they had, like, the ultimate edition that didn't come with the fucking game. Hang on, I've got to find that. That's going to annoy the shit out of me. Um, but it's a noted bullet point. The Forsaken Mini Art Burke, digital only. The Forsaken yeah. Mini Soundtrack, digital only. The Prequel Story DLC, Forspoken uh, in Titan We Trust, coming summer 2023, so not even at launch. And prequel story DLC early access. Unstated what it is. Jesus Christ. Fucking. That is not worth the extra money. It's not worth 115 bucks! Yeah, this no. It's on like, fucking Steam! This I, isn't I was, at fucking EB! I was keen for this game until the fucking price tag dropped. Jesus Christ! Like, this is digital. That, that is. That sounds like more like a price of going into a store. That should yeah. not be the digital cost. No. Ever. No. And, uh, you, it, like, fuck off any Australia tax bullshit. That's just straight up price gouging. Australia tax should not fucking count on anything digital. It's not no. being imported. So, hang on. Uh, previously, we had Battlefield 1 with uh, an Ultimate Edition that did not come with the game. It cost $130. You got a 14-inch statue, a steel book. Not the game. A cloth poster, a deck of playing cards, a messenger pigeon tube containing exclusive DLC for the game, but not the game. Uh, a patch, not the game. And premium packaging, not the game. Wow. Sorry. Uh, you can grab the. Uh, you can also grab the disc. So uh, for a total cost of one hundred and eighty nine ninety nine. You can buy the the. Collector's edition without the game for 130 bucks. So the game that cost you fucking shit. 50 bucks. Guaranteed someone got promoted for that. Oh yeah, that's oh, oh that's like if there's that's like diabolical. A, if that's there's what a, that is. If there's Pinnacle EA, yeah, that was it. Like that yes. was peak EA. Like, I think that that is that that fucking comic. That cunt didn't get thrown out the window. He got put straight to the CEO. He now yeah. lives in the kennel under the CEO's desk. Like he's giving gobbies left, right, and center. Holy shit! It's oh fuck. You know what's even dumber? That Forsaken is coming out um, a couple days before the new Dead Space remake comes out. Right. You know, a really good game that is gonna be fucking mint and yeah. I can tell you that because the original was and with all the new lighting and sound effects it's gonna be so f and quality of life fixes dude it's gonna be fucking sick and I'll admit it's still a little pricey but it's only 90 bucks yeah for dead space a fucking <coughs> oh god I'm choking on my own rage a, a diamondable <laughs> known quantity like yeah People know Dead Space. They know it's to remake the original game. The original game was awesome. Fuck yeah, we know what this is. Not Forsaken. Holy fuck, what is this shit? And for Forsaken this already money. had a bad vertical slice demo go out where people are like, this is a bit meh. Yeah. So, yeah. you want to charge me over a hundred bucks? I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, I'm Australian, so I'm kind of conditioned to be okay with a hundred dollars as a game price. But yeah. once you go over it, dude... There better That's be a blowjob in that fucking box. Yeah. 
Like, that, I swear to God, it's getting worse. Games are getting... Like, it's not just inflation or anything, it's just... They look at the string and go, ha-ha! More money. I don't know uh, why. I mean, games themselves are getting needlessly expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, developers are putting way too much time into stuff. Like, I like the games, don't get me wrong. Like, we, like if they we hadn't put gaming. so much time and money in, we wouldn't have had GTA V. GTA V was a great game. But not every yeah. developer is Rockstar. Not every yeah. developer has to try and be Rockstar. Stick nah. in your lane, build what you can, and charge a fair price. Speaking of overpriced games, uh, there was a thing recently with a customs office and a... Was it Pokemon Yellow? Yeah. Alright, so... Yeah. What was that? So, basically, a copy of Pokemon Yellow got destroyed by customs. That was yep. supposedly worth uh, something like fifteen. Ten and a half grand, more. apparently. Ten thousand five hundred uh, USD. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's probably not actually worth that. There is a okay. massive problem within the um, the uh, retro video collector space yeah. of um, essentially uh, rating houses working with auction houses and doing a process called washing, where essentially I go, "Hey, swoosh." I have this game, and I've had it. Gr I graded it, or I had John Doe grade it for me. Yeah, and he says it's a ten out of ten game. I want. I need you to buy it from me for a thousand dollars, and you give me the thousand bucks, and I give you the game. Yeah, you now can go to the next person. And go. This game's worth a thousand dollars. They are. They are literal physical NFTs. That's all that oh, boils God, down fuck. to. They are physical it, it, NFTs. It's, it's a thing called washing, and it's a big problem where yeah. auction houses are selling games for absurd prices, but no one knows who they are. Or it's been, in some cases, revealed as to be other people the auction house is in association with. Mm. So they're essentially just moving money around between their friends. Like I said, it'd be like I gave you that, you give me the thousand bucks, and then when I see you next, I just sort of hand you a thousand dollars back. Yeah. Because it wasn't about paying me it was about making that cartridge worth a thousand dollars now it, i'm not saying that there couldn't possibly out there be someone who wouldn't pay 10k for that fucking cartridge oh, but yeah. it's a big problem there's a lot of um, people yeah. out there with more money than cents i oh, will yeah. link in the show notes of the first of a series of videos done by carl jobs who did a big big video set on this fucking problem and it seriously is an issue like, like that, so many that games is the, and the, things the literal issue with fucking NFTs like there was a yeah. study done and 90% of all NFT transactions were done by a group of 10 people who all knew yeah. each other who were just throwing money backwards and fucking forwards with nothing so yeah. that this NFT is worth 10 grand alright I'm gonna pay you 12 for it this NFT is now worth 12 grand and yeah, that's yeah. all they're fucking doing yeah they're literally it's proving worth a price nothing. history. Yeah. So it's like, look, I'm sad a, a good mint condition copy of Pokemon Yellow got destroyed because yeah, it's a that's good game. Always sad. But it probably wasn't worth ten grand. No. It was probably washed until the point it got to ten grand. You and know, that's it would have been. You know, it would have been fucking worth more than that. Playing the game and having the fucking experience of it. Yeah. Because oh, that's fuck. fucking that's priceless. Why, it's why right, I don't understand man. these fucking things. <laughs> where people are like, I have this mint condition copy of X game. It's my favorite game of all time. Cool. And crack that cut open. Let's play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come play um, the fucking thing. I want to see what's yeah. so fucking cool. For me, it's pops and those kind of things. I, I have, yeah. I think, 
in total, five. And it's just the uh, the Saiyans from Dragon Ball and the Ozuru. That's it. None of them in the box. Mm. I immediately took them out. Yeah, same here. I want to display them. And it's like, what? What? I'm not going to keep them in the box. The box is not fun to look at. Yeah. I got a couple of Xenomorph ones, and that's it. And then I've never bothered to touch them again. And I, they were a whim purchase when I just yeah. happened to be in a store and be like, oh, hey, a Xenomorph pop final. I also don't intend to ever sell them on. It's just, they're no. mine now. I have enough but shit like, that already collects dust. I don't need more. Look, exactly. the biggest problem with this whole thing is people look at stuff like old baseball cards and comic books and uh, go, yeah. look, there's a proven market. Except those markets have already proven that they're not real. Yeah. Um, like, the best one is comic books. Yeah. So, a lot of people like, look, an issue one of a character appearing is really important. It's got value. Okay, cool. But what, do you, what issue one are you looking at? Issue one of Spider-Man, of Superman, of Batman. Cool. These are all comic books back from the times when people bought a comic book, read it, and then threw it away. Yeah. yeah. Or didn't take care of them. They sat in a treehouse or some bullshit. Now, nerds will buy... A copy, if not two, read one. Other ones are in packet on board, yeah. and will go into a nice box and be left alone and never touched again. Which means there isn't a rarity. There's no. just a whole bunch of them that are in good condition that people haven't read. There's yeah. nothing to exist. the yeah. The modern comic book trading market is basically garbage. I'm yeah. not saying again you can't make money in there and that there isn't value. Just, it's not as valuable as you think it is. Just because you have a number one doesn't mean anything because there's probably no. 10,000 other guys with that same number one in bag on board. That's the thing. Yeah. That's when the grading comes into effect. Because I swear it is mostly dick measuring uh, for any kind of fandom. Anytime there's yeah. a collector involved, and, I have this mint condition thing. Yeah, and if you're a buddy-buddy with a bloke who owns the ruler, you're going to get a fucking higher measure. Exactly. Yeah, well, this is the thing. This is where this big washing scam came in with the the retro video games because there was a relationship between a guy who was getting himself graded, the yeah. grading house, and the auction house selling the cartridges. Yeah. That is, yeah, that, that's shady. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll link the video in the show notes. It's, it's a really interesting set. He's got multiple videos on it, but I'll link the first one. It, mm. It's interesting to watch, but it, it'll make you hate people. But, oh, like, I hate I, them already. Like, yeah, well, hey. so, <laughs> that's not fucking you. But even like that comic book sales, that's got to be a, a fairly significant percentage of fucking comic book sales where they've just yeah. bought and put into fucking packaging. Yeah. If that wasn't done by people, that's a, a percentage of sales that would never fucking happen. So that's yeah. less fucking profit. So the only reason they're reaching the sales they currently do is the people that don't even read the fucking things. Yeah. yeah searching for a rarity is, that doesn't exist. Which is why they set up uh, premium prints for new comics or alt covers to try and make them more collectible mm. to support that market. Mm. Yeah. I, I Fucking not worth it. it. Like, if I buy something, I'm just gonna use it until it breaks apart, essentially. It's... I, I buy things for use for, for a purpose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I've got plenty of dust collectors. I don't need fucking yeah. more. Hell, I have a 3D printer. I make more dust collectors. That's oh yeah, fucking oh. That's that's what they're main for, like mainly yeah. used for. Oh, there's a spool of filament. Oh, what dust is that gonna collect? Yeah, it's great. It's just different oh. dust catches in various shapes. It's amazing. And then we force them on our friends. Fucking oh. Yeah. Give him away his gifts. Here's a dust collector I made. 
you don't want it, but I don't want it either, so fuck you. That's <laughs> <laughs> a gift so you can't get rid of it. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> oath. <laughs> oh, now we should probably get to the meat and potatoes of this one, shouldn't we? Uh, no, we've got one more before we get to the meat and potatoes, which Ooh. was the 343 Industries thing. Oh, right. That Muppet tree. So, uh, Microsoft recently did a big cutback on stuff and took a huge cut to 34 Industries, which I'm... I have nothing to back this up. This is pure conjecture on my part, but I'm pretty sure it's a big part of why 343 has stated that while they will be involved, they are going to be off some of the work on the next Halo. Yep. So, so for the whole thing staying, stating that they wouldn't be making all the games, they wouldn't be developing all the games, they did come out and say they'll continue to develop uh Halo now and in the future, but they didn't say they'd be doing it exclusively. So there's a chance they'd be handing the license out to other studios to develop content for Halo. Well, you got to think about it. Originally, when Bungie was running the show, Bungie made Halo, 343 Industry made the multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think a similar process is going to happen going forward. 34 Industries is probably going to make some component whether it's the main campaign or they go back to doing multiplayer, which, let's face it, was their thing they were the best at. Yeah. Um, and another studio will support them in some capacity. Well, I'm almost expecting it to end up being a little like uh, Activision. Like, between, like, three different studios, they pump out a Call of Duty every year. Yeah. So mm. you can tell, like, which studio made which fucking Call of Duty game just yeah. by the, the play and feel of it. But... I think that's what we're going to end up with here. So you'll end up with I, one I'm studio just doing that. multiplayer, one studio just doing campaign, and another studio doing the god for fucking bid battle royale. But oh, we're going to end up with one eventually because Microsoft There's doesn't have a fucking. They don't. Microsoft doesn't have a first party battle royale. It'll end up being Halo. I don't oh, yeah, see yeah. any other fucking unless they end up with a Gears of War fucking battle royale. God for when fucking bid. Last time we had a Gears of War game. Five. Gears five. When was that? A while yeah, ago. It's a few years now. Because I, I honestly, I need to go back and replay Gears of War. I remember it being pretty fun. I'm still annoyed that they haven't put Gears two and three on PC. Yeah. Fucking oath. There's like, a remaster I can fucking live with. Uh, Gears five came out 2020. No, it's not too long ago. Yeah. Why does it feel like longer? I know. <laughs> I swear to God, time is between then now, and now. <laughs> we have lived because through how many once in a lifetime <laughs> things in the last two years? Oh, probably because if I check the date on it. Oh, well, actually, it came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, probably because Gears Tactics came out. You're probably thinking of that as like Gears 5 wasn't the last game. But I completely out, forgot about that. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. The, the Gears XCOM. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm um, half expecting like this whole thing with um, Halo and everything else. It sounds like oh, we're offshoring all this you know, work overseas, or whoever else is going to do it. To me, it means the offloading of people tended to start from the bottom. Is what it says. Like, no, but the higher I, ups are still there, and they're going to oversee everything. But like, so gonna it, we're going to offshore everything. We're going to get people to do more stuff other places. They couldn't even get people to work from fucking home that were already yeah. doing the fucking job. Let alone people working in another country under a different fucking studio, like with no oversight. It's not going. No one's going to give a fuck. Oh no. Mm. So, oh well, look, I, look. One or two things is probably going to happen. We're either going to get a 
what we've been getting and kind of subpar Halo game. Look, I still think Infinite was a good course correct, but it's not done yet. Yeah. No. You got to keep going. No, they needed um, to put more in that fucking campaign. Apparently, it's only yeah. a third of what it was going to be. They need to do that other fucking two thirds. Uh, the fact that the whole game like talks about a villain who doesn't show up in the game ever. Yeah, not even in a cu- not even in the world for you to see him walking around. He shows up in one cutscene. That's mm. fucking lazy. And, and it's the final cutscene. Yeah, and they've already said there will be no story DLC for this yeah. game. It's like, what so, was the fucking point then? Really? Like I said, I think Infinite was a good course correct, but you're not you're not done. You got a long way still to go. No. But you're at least turning towards something good. They pretty much ended the campaign at the end of the fucking tutorial. That yeah. should have been the end of the fucking tutorial. Here's the rest of the fucking game. Yeah. Um so I think we might just get more of that. I don't know. Or maybe with a new studio injecting something in, we might get something much more interesting. Maybe. 343's had three runs at the game now, and they haven't hit it out once. Yeah. I'm not surprised it's been taken out of their hands in some fashion. Yeah. I mean, 4 was meh. 5, no one talks about. And Infinite's like, cool idea, but you didn't finish the job. Cool story, bro. Let me finish the fight, not get almost there and stop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Let's halo finish, to me. Finish yeah. the fight. The fight is hard. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. That's what it feels like. Fucking oath it does. Yeah. I had such high hopes for that, but yeah. Right uh, now, do we want to get onto the 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 big thing that's continued for the third week in a row? Yes. Which is D and D. Blizzard the Coast put out their draft document for their new OGL, and it does say fucking draft across yeah. every page. Big watermark yeah. on it this time. Where you can actually tell, not we just listen like, to your Here's feedback. A document. That was a draft. No, oh, that was a draft that didn't say draft anywhere. But no, sign it's, it. We're down right bo- next to said. Down right said sign here. That's where it said draft. Yeah, we we gonna legally like, bind you to this draft. <laughs> like this one, you know, it says draft for discussion purposes only. Draft SRD introduction. Draft OGL. Draft Wizards of the Coast VT policy. Draft in a giant wor- fucking um, watermark on the first page. I don't think they... Oh, no, they do craving draft one more time at the bottom, which is OGL 1.2 draft survey table. Uh, it's also at the footnote of every page. Yeah. Yeah. Point is, they crammed in draft as many as they could on the first page and made sure you know it's a fucking draft this time. Uh, yeah. It's, it because, almost feels passive-aggressive how often the word draft appears on there. Yeah, it really does. Uh, so, uh, getting into this thing, uh, the first section is mostly uh, a lot of needless fluff. It yeah, is yeah. essentially just uh, uh, you can use the Creative Commons to do various things, you know. The only thing worthy of note there is the deauthorization of OGL uh, 1.0a, which states that anything under the original uh, OGL can continue functioning under that original OGL. They're not really forced on this new one, so there won't have to be reprints or anything done, which is Mm. good. The only good thing that is in this entire document. Um, But even on this one... They, they, the first bullet point in their, in their many ways to create is they point out that the essential rule set of D&D, you can have that. That's a Creative Commons thing. We are releasing it as a Creative Commons license. That's our gift to you. It wasn't. D&D was not copyrightable. You cannot copyright game mechanics. Get fucked. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's not a gift. That's you saying something's a gift while really it isn't. Yeah. We yeah. already had it. You told me the fucking computer I own is mine. Yeah. Thanks for telling me I have this thing I've always had. Um, jumping down into the actual OGL itself, I mean, a lot of this is pretty pretty basic. Um, yeah. it, it runs through a lot of the stuff you expect from an OGL. Um, you know, what is licensed content, unlicensed content, content you create, what's covered, what's not. Um, what you own, and they make a big deal of, like, your license works are yours. They may not be copied or used without your permission. Um, and, you know, what we own, we own our license contents and reserve all rights not expressly granted by in this license. Okay, cool, you own your shit, we get it, it's fine. But even then, the A and B of those ones, there's, um... Like section B is any such lawsuit you must show that we knowingly and intentionally copied your licensed work there which is, is no really way to prove be, that which is really fun when we get into some of the other things in this freaking OGL yeah. the big one that's been jumping out to a lot of people is actually in section 6 article F no hateful content, content or conduct yeah. you, uh, you will not include contact in your, your licensed work that is harmful, discriminatory, illegal, obscene or harassing or engage in conduct that is harmful, discriminatory, illegal, obscene, or harassing. So they're not just policing your content. You can't do those things either. Yeah. We have the sole right to decide what content is, or conduct or content is hateful, and you cannot, and you, eh, God, I'm good at words. Words are hard. Words are and you a good thing. that you will not contest any such determination via any lawsuit or legal action. Basically, they get to decide whether your content is any of those things, or you do any of those things, and they can pull the license, and you can't sue them. Yeah. Basically, at any point, they can turn and go, no, no, this is hateful or against conduct, and you well, can't so question it. A good example I've seen from a few YouTubers is to do with uh, marijuana. It's yeah. not legal everywhere in the States, but it is in a lot of places. So you yeah. might make some kind of module or something with a pot-smoking dwarf. Yeah. If Wizards of the Coast decide that that's not against, the, that's not in line with their brand, and that that is obscene, then they can pull your content. Or maybe you didn't make anything like that, but you were known to do that sort of thing. Again, it's legal in a lot of places in the states. They could decide that you're obscene, and we're pulling your license. And it's all just point. based on their morality and what they think is okay. And you cannot sue them. You can't be like, they took me down because I do pot, but I live in a pot legal state. Get fucked. It, it's, it, it is bad to have them have that kind of power. Yeah. Um, and, and in their miscellaneous section... There's oh, the a miscellaneous section, section should be renamed, Fuck You, It's Ours. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, one of the big ones is uh, the waiver waiver of jury trial. We and uh, we and you each waive the right to jury trial any dispute, claim, or cause of action related to arising from this license. Okay, so I'm basically you're basically saying I can't sue you, and I've agreed to not do that. Yeah. So if you do something that I find objectionable, 
that goes against this license, I've already said I can't sue you. Or at least that's how it reads to me. Not a fucking lawyer. I mean, neither am I. I just work with them every day. It's just one of those things that that's nebulous and weird. Like, that... That's not great. And I know it's in a lot of contracts, um, in certain ways. But that's very straightforward of, no, you can't sue us. Yeah. Like, there's no wording to say that if we have fucked up, you can, if we have voided this license. Mm. It's just like, no, you can't. No, yeah. It's like, that, that's not um, how this works. And then the, the one underneath that, uh, review by counsel. You should seek advice of counsel to make sure you understand this license. You agree that you had the opportunity to do so. Yeah. They're basically just like, look, man, if you tick yes on this, then you're agreeing you already talked to someone about this. It seems and weird. Like, it feels, again, like one of those kind of, like, yes, this makes sense that it would be in a contract, but it feels weird. The weird one uh, for me is the no waiver of rights. If we fail to exercise, uh, exercise any right we have under this license, that failure will not prevent us from exercising that right in the future. To me, that just says, we can do what we want. Like, we may not chip you on it now, but if we don't like it later, we're going to fuck you up later. Well, I mean, like, the one underneath it, uh, severability is expressly says that if any part of this license is held to be unforeseeable or invalid for any reason, Wizards may declare the entire license void. Yeah. If yeah. something comes up that we didn't plan on, we're just going to void the entire thing and make a new one. We're just going to scrap yeah. it and do it again. Like, it's horrible. Like, this is bad business practice on top of what they've already fucked up from the community. But again, they've released this draft out into a sea of rules lawyers. Yeah. So, of course, the community has ripped them to shreds for this, as they rightly should. And given that everyone's really on edge right now because of all the stuff we've been hearing from Wizards and yeah. their attempt to get that bullshit OGL update through last time, yeah, people aren't ready to take any bar of this. Like, anything that's like that seems squirrely. They everyone's should have like, like, anything they put out would have been gone through with a fine-tooth comb after what they've done. Hmm. Like, yeah. there was no way around it. They, people, even just the ones who are taking a cautionary look at it, would have gone through it a lot faster, like, clearer. Like, we have, and we normally don't look into this as hmm. deeply as we should. Okay. I mean, and the last bit of this new OGL is to do with virtual tabletops. Yeah, and the entire page of it. Like, it, it, none of this is in legalese. Nothing here appears to be more legally binding. This seems to be actually them sort of asking for feedback or making clarifications. This one's not clearly not written to be legally binding. This is yeah. very draft. But one of the bits that really stands out is what's permitted under this policy for VTTs. Using a VB VTT to replace the experience of sitting around the table playing D&D with your friends. So... Displaying a static SRD content is just fine because it's just like looking up in the source book. You can put the text of Magic Missile in your VTT and use it to calculate and apply damage to your target. And automatic, automating Magic Missile's damage to replace manually rolling and calculating is also fine. The VTT can uh, apply Magic Missile's 1d4 plus 1 damage automatically to target hit points. You do not have to manually calculate and track the damage. What isn't permitted are features that don't replicate your dining room table storytelling. If you replace your imagination with animations of a magic missile sneaking across the board and striking your target, or your VTT integrates any, our content into the NFT into an NFT that is not the tabletop experience, that's more like a video game. And Which not a we want to do. 
Now, but, no one's making NFTs, so one, get fucked. Yeah. And two, it's an animation gun. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's, if you go out there, uh, so above VTT, which is already integrated into D&D Beyond, if you go through that and you you can you got the option to upload maps or do a whole heap of shit you can link it to any of the thousands of what YouTube sort of looped videos of an mm. animated map scene or yeah. like of waves crashing on a beach or wind blowing through trees or anything like that. technically this covers that it's an animated fucking map so that's a video game not allowed under this that's fucked because, like, mm. they just add that little bit more immersion into it. You're still yeah. playing with a fucking little character tile. Mm. Who the it's, fuck gives, like, if there's a little bit of animation there? Yeah. Who really it's an cares? enhancement more than anything. Like, that's all yeah. it can yeah. be. It's just enhancing your experience. It doesn't replace it. But clearly, that's what they're going to do with their one. So they yeah. don't want all these other VTTs beating them to the punch. Or doing better. Yeah. Which Talspire is theoretically already doing, is well ahead of their game plan. They're getting kind of crushed already, which is why I'm pretty sure they're including this in the OGL in an attempt to try and get out in front of that. Yeah. And stop it happening. I would not be surprised if, like, Tailspire is already talking to other, you know, publishers going, I would hey, be. like, can we just deal with Pathfinder or can we deal with, like, Pazio? There's someone but, else but, who has a proper uh, OGL. Tailspire doesn't mention any fucking yeah. uh, TTRPGs. They're yeah, literally yeah. just a map-based thing, yeah, but because yeah. they can be used for D and D, like they don't actually have any game mechanics in there. They they're apparently bringing in dice roll, or they've brought in dice rolls and all that kind of shit to for do some parts of it. But yeah. at no point do they mention magic missiles. They don't mention D and D. Just they can be used for them. I I'm curious if they they try and hold them to this fucking thing. Because I know they'll probably try give it a red hot try. I'm guaranteeing. I'll give it a shot. Because like, above VTT is directly linked to D and D Beyond. Originally, uh, like I was on the the D and D Beyond uh, Discord server, and originally when they started doing this, there was thoughts that they would just try and buy out above VTT, mm. which would have been cool. Like there's a pretty fucking full feature thing, and it's fucking awesome. Not just mm. make their own and run over the top of it, but. There's so many other options, Our Bear Rodeo and a whole heap of others that are mm. fucking really good. That I don't know, they've got some really good ideas, and I think this Wizards is trying to crush as many great ideas as they can to try and fucking stand on top of them. Not by making yeah. anyone else better, yeah. but by destroying everyone else around them. Yeah. So, people, essentially, the fan base is like, all right, cool, your draft is better. But you still got work to do. And yeah. they've all been very... Like, again, I'd like to point out one more time. We are not lawyers. We yeah. do not know no, what no, we're no. talking about. No. This we're is layman's reading a document. Mic. We're just bullshit artists with mics. That's it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, like, don't take anything we... Like, again, that bit where I'm like, the the review by counsel, it's, it's weird. It feels strange. But, but that might be really consistent. Maybe but, in every contract. And I just haven't... But it really, like, effectively what it boils down to is does it pass the pub test? Could you sit around, have a beer, discuss it, and everyone agree that this is a good idea? The answer is fucking no. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what the pub test boils down to. So if you can stand around and read through this and everyone goes, oh, well, I suppose that's, that's a fair idea. 
Yeah. But there is no no give here. There is only take. Like, mm, from yeah. what I look at and what I see here, it's just, this doesn't help any third party anyway, which is kind of fucked, considering a third party doing well does well for you. Like, it's free advertising for your product. I don't know why they're rebelling so hard against this and trying to gatekeep their own product now. It's because they want to try and monetize as heavy as fucking possible when they do release yeah. their own VTT. That's what yeah. it boils down to. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, 100%. I'll absolutely almost guarantee that 90% of this is we, we need to strangle it before the other ones get out the crib so ours can be the winner. Which like, I swear there, will backfire horribly. On like, the there was the, the whole thought of when they when Wizards bought fucking D&D Beyond that when mm-hmm. you in future or future books that came out when you bought them you get a code you'd be able to use the code online yeah. that nope. sort of got shot in the face when they brought out the, the new starter set that was released after they purchased it that has no link to it even though mm. the previous starter set and the previous essential set both had a code that gave you the content on D&D Beyond so that was straight out fucking nixed so yeah. there's yeah. no hope of buying the the officially licensed minifig and getting a code to use the same minifig in their fucking virtual tabletop. That's not yep. going to happen. Nah, like, no way. You can hope all you fucking want. It's not. They want to double dip and make you pay for it fucking twice. Yeah. And the prices are not better. No. no. They're the same. The, it's the one that's been floating around is the $30 figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard it was that the $30 is a lie because it was higher, not $30. But that was for D&D Beyond with their VTT attached. But they wanted, ev- they needed every player to like. You couldn't yeah. have one player buy the VTT, yeah, and, and let share. everyone use it. No, nah, it was every player had per to player per month. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, I like to think I like me and Swish are in pretty regular sessions of D and D, but they're generally fortnightly. So yeah. if we were doing this, we'd be playing fifteen bucks a session to play D and D, pretty much. That like if that that's terrible value. Fucking oath, like per month. So it's not even like once we get this thirty dollars paid off, we're good. It's Look, per month we're paying fifteen dollars a session. Yeah. What what Wizard seems to be finding it right now is the old adage that no D and D is better than bad D and D. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're getting fucking slapped with. All they're putting out is bad D and D, and nobody wants it. They're no. just giving a leg up to the opposition at this point. Like, their yeah. competition yeah. is cheering for this. Fucking oath. People they're, are flocking Keep to going, it. motherfucker. Release yeah. another document. Just say well, something else. Just come on. Like Seth was saying last, like last time, the um, Savage Worlds guys were like, no, fuck, wait, there's going to be a bunch of people trying us out. Let's make them comfortable here. Let's not mm. be dicks. Um, yeah. And but at least let them get fine. a foot in the door before we fuck them over. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not why, even, there are a lot of fuckwits in our community but, oh, you know. I guarantee you get them in every community but at yeah. least it's not the company saying let's fuck them over at least mm, it's yeah. other players gone let's fuck with the newbies because everyone goes through hazing at some point pretty much yeah well I think actually a lot of, um, of of game systems right now are kind of letting that not happen simply because yeah. like guys mm. they're coming here in good faith having been you know finally left their abusive ex yeah, yeah. Let, let's be nice to them at least for a while while they get their uh, feet settled let, and uh, and 
let's not let yet slap him around and ask for a sandwich. Just that, let's yeah. at least let him settle down on the lounge a little bit. Let's you know, banish the trolls what? to the basement for a couple of days. <laughs> just send the neck neckbeards away. We're banning them for a week. We'll, we'll give the newbies a blanket, some hot cocoa. They'll be okay once they found their strength again. Uh, well, you know, the hoods <laughs> come out and the butt paddles. Yeah, yeah. But like, there are some like bad things in every kind of thing. I guaranteeing though, there's going to be a, a section of D and D players who will side with Wizards of the Coast. Oh, they'll double down hard. And I don't know why they'll do it. Like, it happens money. every time. Money yeah. is why they'll do it. M- money. But just they like, scrape every dollar they can. Oh, yeah, no. But I can just imagine, like, there was already players on forums trying to defend the OGL changes. Like, how could you defend this? This is fucked. Mm. There's not many, but there's a few. Like, no, no, this is great. No. But, like, I'm pretty confident, like, looking at the, the VTT section of this, but... They say uh, the potential of VTTs is tremendous and exciting, and we don't want to harm their development. I'm pretty confident there's already other VTTs out there that already have animations or yeah. parts for either spells yeah. or uh, enemy animations or. Talspire has it, so does Roll20. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they so, are well known. So they're already well established things, and as of this, you just can't use them if you're playing D&D. Well, yeah. that's why the fuck would you play D and D? Well, I mean, like, like you know, in one hand they're like, we want to encourage the growth of VTTs, and then the next paragraph immediately stifles them. Yeah, fucking nice. No, they're like helping their growth in VTTs. Yeah. Everything else they hold under until the bubbles stop. It's how they function. That's how yeah. like Hasbro as an entire thing functions. It's like Disney, like in some ways. It's just the toy version of them. It's like if you get in our fucking way, we're going to end you. What, why? I'm just doing a thing. Like, nah! I mean, the big problem right now is fucking wizards came rolling down the thing being like, get out our way, we want to put this through, and the entire community went, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll just wander away. <laughs> get out of our way! Done. We'll see you later. Have fun over there. Yeah. Move to the side, so they're in Pathfinder's lane. Like, hi guys! Like, oh shit, nice here. Yeah. Oh wow, a system that's deliciously crunchy instead of obtuse. <laughs> yeah. I can the let's be honest, like D D's been watering down for a, a while now. They wanted to make it more accessible to the general public. Well look, it, I, I freely admit you need onboarding you do, points. Yeah. You absolutely yeah. need onboarding points. And I will not fight anyone if they like fifth ed, but it's the onboarding hmm. edition. It's a great it's, starting point. It's more streamlined. It's got better flow for, for going from level 1 to 20. You don't need to scratch around on an SRD for 30 minutes to find one spell. Um, but once you get deeper into D&D, you start to love the crunch. Yeah. And 5th Ed doesn't have it. I've, I've played more 5th Ed than almost any other gaming system and mm. I'm I really want to try some other ones to see what they fucking like because I've only ever really played my first TTRPG yay um, Savage Worlds I think you would have a lot of fun with considering oh, stuff yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm looking more and more at that but I haven't had a chance to sink my teeth into a game yet which I'm sort of I'm about to I work at a winery we're headed into vintage so it's about to get real fucky yeah. for a few months after that I'd we'll really like, like to sink into a game stream. 
Like, I, I think yeah. at some point I'll have to run a stream with you guys in a couple of months to see how we go. Mm. That'd be fucking cool. I mean, but, there's some great settings for, for Savage Worlds that you would fucking love. Oh, like, just... Uh, what was the the superheroes one again? My brain's just gone dead. Uh, Necessary Evil? Necessary Evil. I love that campaign setting. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. And so good. It's <laughs> The only people left are the, the villains. The heroes are all gone. But you have to save the world from an like, alien apocalypse. Go. I... Yeah, I... I think there's just so much more potential than, like, stepping away from everything and all the fuckery. Like, if anything, this is probably the best thing for for TTRPGs that could have happened to the whole yeah. fucking scape. Yeah. It's just... It's spread people out more than anything. Yeah. It's broken up the bubble that is D&D that everyone looks at, the TTRPG. Everyone knows D&D. My yeah. fucking mother is in a fucking 60s and if I pull out any D&D dice she goes oh that looks like something from Dungeons and Dragons that I've heard of from TV like she has no yeah. idea what the fuck it is or anything it entails but that brand is already fucking there for mm, people yeah. that aren't associated to it and if it's gonna break that up I can fucking live with that honestly like, all I yeah. want right now is a Pathfinder to crack into like the old school D&D stuff that got left by the wayside like imagine a Pathfinder cartoon series like the old D&D like, just, no I don't want that kids also uh, like some random people thrown into a game world it's like survive like, I'm, I'm actually genuinely curious like all of this fucking bullshittery that's come out of fucking Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast what effect is that going to have on the fucking new D&D movie like, probably yeah. very little. I don't actually see that affecting it that much. No, but how many people already want to fucking boycott D&D stuff? Yeah. Look, I don't think that we're going to get as many D&D players as I think they think they were going to. No, but they but by everything else, they were hoping to bring more people towards the brand at least to look oh, and go, "Oh, this is a fucking wild-looking thing." But, I think the problem they're going to run into is when, you know, more normie people see D&D yeah. The, yeah. the new movie and then go to their nerd friend and go hey man I watched this D&D movie it had some cool monsters and setting in it like I hear you play this game can, can I play a game with you and then that guy's gonna be like nah Wizards is fucked right now we're playing this other thing jump exactly. in exactly like yeah. that's like what I'd love to know what kind of effect it's gonna have on their bottom line like sure yeah. they may they're definitely still gonna get some fucking movie sales they're still gonna get plenty of other shit mm. but all in all nothing is going to roll in their favour at no. all that I can see Had they with this. played the long game they could have essentially created the walled garden they wanted to create yeah. oh they could have they tried really quick so, no, we'll do it now we'll do it now and they yeah. jumped the gun and mm. just everyone's gone nah we can see what you're doing there like, and we're going to imagine if they kept the old OGL but started putting in some of the VTT stuff yeah yeah not all of it, just a little bit. Like, look, man, there's this new developing industry. It's big in D&D. We've got to start addressing it. That's why we're updating the OGL and including VTT content. Mm. Yeah. Okay? Cool. And then you slowly start dripping it in. And you, you know, death by a thousand cuts style. Yeah. yeah. But instead they went for a headshot. You went 1.0B, 1.0C, 1.0D. You worked to the alphabet before you even changed the 1.0 number at all. Yeah, but they could have added fucking near anything into it and just slowly snuck it in there. But no, they they wanted their money and they wanted it now. Yeah, the, well, it's I their think, money. I think yeah. the the biggest thing they where they really fucked up was trying to force people to sign the contract. 
if they'd yeah. just yeah. gone to slowly drip feed, they probably could have snuck it in. And probably. then yeah. Sign this after, draft. They, after they'd snuck everything in, then gone, oh, by the way, if you read the VT, like the fucking OGL lately, you you need to fucking sign something now or you're fucked. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the other thing, like, if you, you drip feed them in, you can get bigger ones passed simply because people don't remember how the old ones and they don't remember how they interlock. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as like fucking passing a law or fucking doing it. Yeah. Pass a law that everyone wants and in the background you sneak through the shitty little thing that fucks everyone else over. Yeah. Like they could have done the exact same fucking thing. It just happens to be they tried to do it all at once and it got fucking leaked. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'm, I'm going to pull the drag shoot on this since uh, I don't think we need to give what's the ideas. Not that I think anyone at Watsy's listening to our weird little podcast, but maybe. Hey, Watsy, just fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> You're not welcome here. <laughs> okay, so uh, I th- we're out past now, so I think we're done for this week. Um, y'all have a good one. Bye. Yeah, roll it up. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>